Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friends. This is Francis Vitakovic, and you are listening to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast. And today's conversation is one that I want you to sit down and really think about. So this one's called Rich Versus Poor. And I really wanted to record this conversation after doing my podcast episode on how I could be totally happy and live inside a box. And I know it's probably made you stop and think, hang on, how could you be happy if you didn't have a whole bucket load of money? Because we all have this tendency to latch onto this idea that money can grant us happiness. But I want to postulate or put forward this idea to you that you can have not a lot of money. I mean, I know that this idea of being poor, let's just assume that it's not having this abundance of money that you can just spend at your will, like you might just have enough to cover your needs or maybe not even enough to cover your needs. Whereas the term rich, once again, I mean, we can define that in so many ways, but let's just consider that as having an abundance of money, more than you can spend on all the needs, all the essential needs that you have to take care of yourself and your family and still have an abundance of money sitting in your bank account. So if you have this idea that more money will make you happier, I just want to really shake it up in today's episode. Here's a totally crazy idea. Did you know that there are plenty of people in this world who do not have a lot of money? I mean, right now in this world, there are people who don't even have a proper bed to sleep in at night. They have to walk for miles to go and get water. Food is really scarce. And yet, being in those living conditions does not necessarily mean that every single person is miserable. And then we can go to the other extreme where people are earning so much money. Maybe it's like $100,000 a year, $200,000 a million. And that is not to say like that having that money is going to guarantee your happiness. But how can that be true? Like if we think that money is a thing that guarantees happiness for us, but how is it possible that these two extremes can exist? This is all going to plant a seed in your brain today. I want you to walk away understanding that it isn't the amount of money that you earn or have that's going to guarantee your happiness because your happiness comes from your thoughts. So this is where I jump in to remind you the way that our minds work, that every feeling that we can ever experience in life has to be generated by a thought first. And when you have that thought, it makes you feel a particular way, makes you take particular actions, which leads to particular results. So for you, in order to step into that feeling of happiness, you need to first latch onto a thought or have that thought into your head. And if you choose to hold onto that thought, that's going to make you feel a particular way. So that's where we come to this conclusion, this truth that in order to feel happy, we need to think a thought that makes us happy first, okay? It's always the beginning, the first domino effect that sets off that particular sequence. So take a moment to think about all the people that you have, maybe it's in your social circle that you've ever come across in your life. There's a good chance that they will be at all different income levels. And yet the way they show up in this world, the amount of happiness they exude or radiate in life is not directly correlated to the amount of money that they have. Now, I learned this firsthand back when I first finished university and I went to live in my little village where my parents were born with my grandparents on an island in Croatia. It was post-war. 
So the amount of money that people were earning back then was probably the bare minimum. I mean, this is an island where most people would work throughout the summer because it was the moment that tourists would come, they'd go and work off in the hotels. But for the other part of the year, for the most part, they weren't working. They had to survive on whatever income they'd earned from the previous summer. And it was such an eye-opening experience for me to see people who had maybe even no money in their bank account. For the most part, they were living month to month. And even still, that had no bearing the amount of happiness that they were able to experience in this world because it really did depend on the thoughts that they had about their situation. A person could have next to no money. Like I know that this was definitely true for my grandparents and my aunt and uncle and my cousins. We all lived together in a really tiny home. Remember, we didn't even have an indoor toilet in the sleeping quarters where I was. Everything needed to be washed by hand, the old-fashioned way. They were definitely dependent on the eggs that would come from the chickens and from the animals that they kept and had to feed in those little huts and from all the crops that they would tend to regularly, from the fruit that they would grow in their trees. I mean, this was the really, really simple life. And when it came to money, they did not have a lot. Say, I think that back then, I don't know, maybe they lived off just hundreds of dollars a month. It really was the bare minimum. And yet they would wake up. They would feel like it was enough, like that they were taken care of. When we speak about abundance, I love to compare it to this sense of sufficiency, this feeling that what we have is enough, that we're going to be taken care of. And I saw firsthand that when you embrace this feeling of abundance, of sufficiency, of always feeling like you'll be taken care of, even if your bank account is zero, or maybe like in modern day society, it's comparing it to people who have bank accounts where you're in the red and you have a debt. You can have that existence. You can have that circumstance be true for you. Like if your bank account is the moment minus a hundred thousand and yet still hold on to this thought that nothing has gone wrong. I'm going to find a way to like make ends meet. And that in this moment, I have everything that I need to survive and to be taken care of because whether you have a lot or a little, it all comes down to the attitude that you have when you show up in this world each day. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching? So if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. Or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now, these courses are going to help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. Now, that's not to say that every single person in that village was totally okay with not having a lot of money. Of course, there would have been some people who were thinking more like, woe is me and this sucks and that having more money would probably solve all my problems. But it really was and is the thoughts that we have about our situation that are going to determine our levels of happiness. And the same can be true for people who have lots of money. You've probably come across them in your life. 
They have a lot of money, but they're miserable. They have a lot of money and yet they're always complaining. They have a lot of money and it still feels like it isn't enough. It's almost like they have that scarcity mindset where even if they continue to grow their income, it still feels like a bottomless pit that can never be filled. And we see so many examples of people who, let's just say, reach celebrity status. Maybe it's musicians and singers and actors and actresses who reach income levels that are in the millions. And yet that money does not solve all their problems. That money does not grant them happiness. That money does not grant them happy marriages. That money still does not solve those problems because where are problems created? They are created inside your own head. I love this idea and it's so true that things are in your problem if we think they are a problem. Like if you have a negative bank account and you think that's fine, nothing's gone wrong, then it's not a problem. Or if you lose your job and you just decide that's all good, I'm just going to go out there and find another one, then it's not a problem. Or if you have a fight with your spouse and you just decide it's totally normal, like spouses are going to have fights, then it's not really a problem. Every problem that you have in your life, comes from the thinking that it is a problem and the same can be said about money. Now that's not to say that we can't desire to earn more money, that we can't desire to want nice things, that we can't desire to want to build businesses where we provide value to the world and that we're rewarded monetarily for our efforts. We can do all that. We can strive to reach our potential. We can chase our dreams and go for our goals. I recommend that you do so with the knowledge that more money is not going to necessarily equal more happiness. I mean, unless you choose to like embrace all these crazy happy thoughts once you have more money that lead to that happiness. But you have that option right now to embrace the crazy happy thoughts while you have less money. Because the truth is we're human beings. We have human brains. Life is 50-50. We all go through ups and downs. We all have obstacles and challenges. Definitely look at everyone around you and you will see that no matter how much money you have, obstacles and challenges exist at every single level. Problems exist at every single level. And it all depends on how we want to show up when we face those obstacles and challenges. It all really does depend on our attitude. And we have it in our power to embrace whatever attitude and whatever thoughts we want, no matter how much we are earning. So this episode is all about just really dropping that seed that there is plenty of evidence in this world right now of people who have less money and who are happy and people have more money and they're totally miserable. And if it was true that money equals happiness, how can that be so? How can people with little money still be happy? And how could people who are rich still be miserable? It's because, like I've said so many times already, and I'm going to repeat it for you one more time, The way that we feel content or the way that we feel calm or the way that we feel at peace or excited or happy or miserable or sad and all of the array of emotions that you can experience as a human being in this world will be generated by the thoughts that you have. So I'll leave that with you just to let it all sink in and know that you have it within you to experience happiness just by embracing those thoughts that make you feel happy no matter how much money you are earning. So take care, my friend, as always. I love and appreciate you all, and I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.